Welcome to the Hypnosis NGH Podcast. I'm Eric Damon from the National Guild of Hypnotists. This podcast series offers a fun and serious look at hypnosis and offers various ideas, discuss case studies, along with NGH educational opportunities. Welcome to the Hypnosis NGH Podcast. I'm Eric Damon from the National Guild of Hypnotists. I'd like to welcome our special guest today from Amherst, New Hampshire. Please welcome Morris Herman. Morris is a spiritual energy expert. She's board certified, order of braid hypnotist, certified instructor, also an NLP trainer, EFT practitioner, and energy clearing master teacher with all kinds of experience. So if you take a moment and please welcome our special guest, Lois Herman. Now, <laughs> and she does radio and a podcast. Yes. So this is old school to you to, to do a little podcast and chat about yourself. Well, maybe the chatting about yourself is not old school. I don't know. Well, it's fun to be on the other end. I'm usually the one that's interviewing my guests on my radio show and podcast, although I am on other people's podcasts as well. So it just it's interesting to be on the other end talking about me. I usually get people to talk about them. Well, see, then you can help me talk about you, if that makes sense. It <laughs> does. <laughs> now, how long have you been doing hypnosis? Actually, Going on, I'm just going to say roughly going on 30 years. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, 28 years, something like that. So my first conference was 2019, uh, 1995. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. Yeah. So it's been a little while. <laughs> Think of all the experience over the years that you've gotten. You enjoy going to the conferences? I love the conferences. I highly recommend the NGH conference. I've attended many. and I used to in my former life and job i actually used to be involved with creating the booths and manning the oh. the the um training at the the national conferences for diagnostic imaging for ultrasound the big rsna conference all these different conferences around the world and i am here to tell you that the ngh is really truthfully from my heart one of the best run conferences that i have attended and been a part of it's very efficient and i i love the fact that you guys are continuing to grow and and do new and different things and yet it's very warm and inviting. The people make you feel invited and comfortable. And that's really important um, when you're somebody new. And there are a lot of new people this year. Yeah. And they're loving it. We, I, I like inviting people to sit down at the table or at the bar, meeting people. That's the beauty of the conference is there's a lot of great education going on. A lot of people who are teaching and there's always nuggets to learn. It's the networking in between that is very special. That's huge. I, I find it interesting to see people, they come out of classes, they come out of two different classes, and then they go and sit down in the courtyard and they start talking about, you know, this is what I learned. This, did you know? And it, it goes back and forth. And it's it's very, um, it, it's fun to see that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a, that's a huge part of why uh, in-person conferences are important. Exactly. And I do, 
I just did a class on virtual sessions and workshops and trainings. I do, my practice is all virtual now. So I do, my clients are all virtual. I have several training programs. I'm just revamping a training program, all virtual, which I love. That said, there is something very special about coming together with peers to network, to really share thoughts and, and really get into that energy of each other. Now, do you think talking about virtual, I mean, we had this on a roundtable discussion about um, if if you find clients who are hesitant about virtual or and or maybe you need to see them in person for an initial, are there, does that happen on occasion or you're not anymore? With all, not yeah. a, no, I do if if somebody is concerned i'll spend 15 minutes like a free um interview with them just talking with them about what we do and there are people that will say sure i'll give it a try and then once they do it they enjoy it there are a lot of benefits for the client and for yourself i've had a lot of men tell me that they really appreciated the virtual because they didn't have to rush, 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 leave, come someplace, try and find a place to park, hurry up, get up into a strange environment with somebody they don't know and sit down and relax versus being in their easy chair at home or in their car in a you know safe parked place without having to have that rush, rush. Right. And so they are actually in a position of being better able to go into a, an altered state because they're already relaxed. Right. I don't have to get them to relax from the from the craziness. So it's it's been very beneficial and for me in between clients I can go outside and sit in my garden. I can debrief. <laughs> I can I yep. can't I don't have to have them back to back. Now, do I save money? Yeah, I'm not paying for a room, but my webmaster is my, my <laughs> room is my website. So I do invest in my business via the website and I'm, I touch my website and I do a lot. However, my webmaster is the one that knows all the secret sauce. He's the right. magician behind the scenes <laughs> and I value his skills. So you can't go into doing virtual sessions if you're not able to welcome being technical. You've got to have some technical expertise and you can learn it. Now, for you uh, on the virtual, do do you feel that you're you've been very successful with clients? Yes, absolutely. And I have clients from all countries: Australia, um, Greece, UK, Ireland, Japan, Canada, oh. all over. And the the challenge is making sure that we have the time zones correct. Right, that's the <laughs> biggest challenge. And the other thing, and I and I mention this often, is if you know you've got a weak signal, uh, that's a time where I'm not going to do regression. I might do some positive reinforcement or some self hypnosis or just some simple NLP that I know if there is a potential for a disconnect that they're in a good place. Although I always give them the suggestion right up front that no one ever gets stuck in hypnosis. When if you do not hear me talking, you will come to a waking level of of awareness right. and call back in. So I get I help them feel safe. That's I think that's one of the stereotypes that that people don't know, and maybe some apprehension on their part. Mm -hmm. uh, they want to be hypnotized to help them, but they're not sure. Right and go back to the fact that they can be at home helps that yeah as well as you know being able to of course there's some rules there too no dogs allowed 
I was going to say, because <laughs> you're around your atmosphere, you got the dog, you got, got the, the kids, kids coming home from school, or so there are some. So there are some techniques that I use. The first session is an intake, or the first hour is intake, and I'm assessing what's going on. If it's a cat. Cats are fine. <laughs> I just often will say the cat's getting ready to jump in your lap and you're, you were fine. Just be aware that the cat's jumping in your lap, but the dogs, you can't predict when they're going to bark. That's so true. they have to make sure that the dogs are gone. There's, there's some boundaries that have to be set in order for them to be successful with the session. That said, there are people who absolutely do not. They only want to do in person. And then I just have to refer them to somebody else right. because that's, I no longer do that. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously you stick with your, your specialty and, yeah. and what works for you. And the fact that, I mean, I again, talking from a roundtable discussion that, that we're kind of still in the mode of developing virtually in the sense of, um, you know, online. Uh, we, don't, we don't know where it's going to go mm -hmm. from here is, is what I'm saying, because um, COVID really pushed us all into sure discovering the fact that it can be done. Mm -hmm. And now we're seeing it successful and you'll see it continually evolve and build into even better. So we're all learning as we, we yeah. go along. And, and that is what happened with me. I was already doing some Zoom sessions and I was the training that I had created was an was a online training. However, when COVID hit, I closed my three-room office suite down because I was I I need to be able to read people's face. I need to be able to express myself clearly and, and right. enunciate. So I s decided to switch to the online. So the sessions have been great. There's definitely some learning curve to it. The training I needed to up my game with the hands-on, the practical aspect. Yes, I can teach didactically via the um, the virtual, but I need to see them doing the sessions, doing, and I need right. to experience, see them experience it. So with the types of um, energy clearing work and the spirit work and the NLP, I can be there observing them using these skills. I have yet to train hypnosis. I am a CI. I, I'm intending next year to be able to do some training online. I might do a hybrid. Right. I might do some of the didactics online and then have a weekend where they come together and now um, are, you know, a, a period of time where they're coming together to apply what they're learning. So you mentioned that. I mean, I, I mentioned before we started that, that my background is emergency medical yes. services. And that has developed into, because as an EMT or a paramedic, you need to train every two years, you'd need to renew. Right. And what they've had to do is exactly how I see it going to, is evolving with uh, hypnosis is to some degree, especially new hypnotists, is you have to have, you can have a lot of classroom time virtually mm -hmm. online. Right. But there's got to be a little bit of hands-on so that you as an instructor can be ensured that the folks who you're you're signing that they are uh, you know they passed and they're hypnotists exactly and and the other thing is I, I have many years experience too so i know what works now versus what worked before i can't do a hand drop <laughs> on induction right. online i've had to change uh the different types of inductions that i use the rapid inductions i use and i have to use voice anchors there's a lot of things that i've had to modify in order to be as effective as I was 
in person where I can, where I was doing touch base because I was doing EFT tapping and, and, um, yeah. and different interactive things with the client. So I've had to adapt so that the client gets the same benefit, but I've had to adapt my, um, my, the techniques that I use. So for a new hypnotist, that might be a little challenging to learn, um, to be able to learn all of that. So they learn virtually and then they have to apply that to a in-person right. um, client. It might be a more challenging. Right. So we have the band here. Yeah. playing behind us. <laughs> hey, that's what yeah. happens when you're, when you're interviewing and talking here at the yeah. convention. And you know what, that, but that's just what the NGH is about is having an opportunity to have some hands-on, some practice, so to get together and learn from different instructors how to apply different techniques. So, you know, you, we talk about, you know, people that are training to become hypnotists. One of the things that the National Guild of Hypnotists is doing for members is we're developing now a, a kind of a, I, I got to figure out the right words to say, that basically an audit, an audit for people who are taught online mm -hmm. so that we can ensure that members who are, you know, if you're being taught the NGH uh, certification, that that certain things are being met and that the people who are going out there are, you know, uh, great hypnotists mm -hmm. or, or people who are really uh, learned well virtually or online. Mm -hmm. So, um and no. not everybody passes. It's like not everybody gets no. an award. Even in my the training that I do, not everybody gets an award. I have to see that they're competent. Yeah, and that's important. And I know that with all uh, CIs with the NGH, I mean, everyone is very, very careful of making mm -hmm. sure that. And that's why we have such a good core of, of hypnotists, mm -hmm. because the time is taken to make sure that proper training is done. So let me ask you this question. On um, for. Those who don't know, and I would include myself, I'm not as clear on it, but with NLP training, EFT, what does that mean to everybody who's who's listening? Sure. NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. And this is a, a, I consider it a light state of trance. You don't have to take people into a deep level of trance in order to affect a change in pattern behavior. So NLP neurolinguistic, the linguistics, how the words affect our neurology. So the words we say and think, hear, read will affect how we respond and react. Okay. So as an NLP practitioner, I can use different techniques or I can use my words to create a positive change. For instance, the subconscious mind does not know the word not. Don't think about the NGH this weekend. Don't think about the, um, the, all the rain we've had up here in New England this spring. You have to think about it to not think about it. So to train your mind to remove the word not from your vocabulary. So don't smoke. Right. The subconscious mind hears smoke, smoke, smoke. Don't you know, lose weight lose your car keys, you're going to look to find them again. So there are certain words that we use in our regular language that we have to change the language pattern. And that makes sense. I think that also NLP is valuable for everybody. In healthcare, you should learn NLP at, for doing the EMT work that you do. 
nurses, doctors, anybody in the healthcare industry, and all hypnotists, I feel, my own personal opinion, should have some NLP training because you can read people. It teaches you about speaking with a kinesthetic person versus a visual versus an auditory. Because if I'm talking visual to somebody who's kinesthetic, it's like dog and cat. You're not (laughs) even going to hear, you're not going to hear each other. So when you can get into the rhythm and pattern of the person you're speaking with, then you're communicating and it, it just creates so much more efficiency in the outcome for the client patient um, situation. So we're, we're basically taught there's just different levels of training and how, how you can be uh, effective for your clients. Absolutely. And then using, I use NLP skills all the time when I'm working with it, even in hypnosis, how I'm enunciating, how I'm um, intonating how I'm, so the linguistics how I'm using my words in order to affect positive change for my client. So getting into their rhythm and pattern, making sure that I am mirroring back the words that they're saying, changing the syntax, helping to do a pattern interrupt for them. Those are all NLP techniques that would be a great little that are great tools in a hypnotist right. toolkit. And for the most part, when you when what, what would you say when you look at somebody who is a hypnotist? I mean, these are the types of things that they add to their their briefcase Correct. of knowledge and being able to be a good hypnotist um, to help people. For example, at the convention, this is where they they yes. get these tools. Yes, and and as you were just saying, you you feel it's important that they they continue to add these because it only makes them. Absolutely. More helpful to, to somebody who needs it. And I got my NLP training, oh goodness, 15 years ago or more, and then went on and, and advanced to the to the level of the NLP mastery training. And I am a trainer for Will, Will Horton, and he has a wonderful essentials training that I've developed with his, and I, I um, market this underneath in his organization, the NLP uh, Federation of NLP. But it's an online training that I do in Is NLP yeah. for people, and and I it's really tailored to coaches and um, people who are working with other people. A lot of salespeople use NLP. So the type of NLP training that I offer is really more for the coaching, you know, clinical based people. Right. Yeah. Right. So it can be used in many ways. All walks of life here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's talk about uh, radio and podcasts. You, yeah. Uh... So I started a radio show four years ago. And the reason that I did that, it's based on hypnosis sessions that I had with a client. I don't know whether you've heard the story, but this gentleman named Gary came to me who was having difficulty sleeping. And he, crazy Einstein looking guy, senior scientist, fit, brilliant man, but his mind would race at night. Right. We help people sleep all the time, right? Simple thing for hypnosis. Now, you mentioned I'm a spiritual-based hypnotist. If you wanted to go into trance and speak with your, your angel, your guide, your grandmother, you could. I'm the guide, the scribe, and the protector. I am grounded. I am not a medium that is seeing these people for you. I am using hypnotic techniques so that you can facilitate that. And there's many reasons to do this to, for the person's uh, own self, peace of mind, um, a son that died, and you can connect with the son to make sure he's a, he's in a good place. Yeah. So it gives peace of mind to the mother, for instance. So that's normal for me. 
all day. You go into trance. I'm taking notes. This gentleman goes into trance, opens his eyes, looks me square in the face and says, we need your help to save humanity. Humanity's facing the next great apocalypse. If they don't change their ways, there may not be much time left. Six pages of scribbled notes later, he comes out of trance. And I said, what did you think of that? And he said, it was very relaxing. <laughs> really? <laughs> what? And so the next time he came, wow. I said, do you mind if I turn a little recording app on my phone in case whoever this is comes back again? And sure enough, they came back. And then I'm thinking, I don't know about this. This is a little, this is really out there even for me. So I brought in one of my consultants who is a medium, who is able to go into trance and see with me and with clients. And he could tell that the information that was coming through Gary was pure, pure light. And so we ended up publishing three books and we, they were all introduced at the NGH. That is great. Eight eight Lionsgate <laughs> was when I was told they must be. This is the date, the deadline date. So they were all their birthdays are all their big introduction was always here. I wow. always had a booth. This is the That's first great. year that in four years that I haven't had a booth. But I got four ba three babies under the age of four, and um, they're called the Chronicles of Hope. They are being sold at the NGH in the bookstore, but they're truly hypnosis based sessions. And I wanted to stay very pure very, you make sure that i transcribed exactly that i wasn't altering you know this you know with integrity yep. i wanted to make sure that number one we don't ask leading questions i'm interviewing them and asking the questions to get them to talk and then i wanted to make sure that everything that i captured was accurate based on what they said so that's what the books are based on but i was also a a Course in Miracles facilitator for 20 years. So A Course in Miracles is a spiritual study group. Yes. And so what I did is I, I ended up with this book series. I'm going to get back to answer your initial question in a minute <laughs> okay. about the podcast. <laughs> it's still in my mind. So, okay, I was gonna... <laughs> um, so I took these hypnosis-based sessions, put them in a, in a manuscript, and, and I brought in 12 people from all walks of life. And I said, could you please read this and let me know what you think? And many of them read it and came back and said, could you please explain this? Because <laughs> as a hypnotist, you might be able to follow the dialogue, right, but right. an average person, maybe not. So then what I developed based on their wonderful feedback was each session has the actual transcript followed by what's called the reflection, which is my in insight as to this is what we just learned kind of oh, like the great. cliff notes version yeah. so that some people can just read the cliff notes. And then based on my course in miracles background, then I have what's called the highlights, which are bulleted lit topics of, of the lifts from the transcript. So you could use that if you just wanted an insight for today, you could flip to a highlight and get an, an insight. So it's, oh, wow. it's, it's, it speaks to the different types of learning styles. Right. Right. Different people have learning styles, different people, just like the NLP, different um, communication styles. So, Well, you, you would think that, I mean, that, that makes sense to me that you would do something like that because you want people to be able to uh, get an insight to, you know, to what <laughs> you're, you're writing about and, and helping them understand it. You're right. Your average person maybe w w would read something uh, 
exactly the, the transcript, as you said, and not really understand what's going on. So right. that makes sense that I, I think that that brings more people into understanding what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, in others uh, that are doing hypnosis. Now, back to the radio show sure. do you and the podcast. Is this part of what you bring into those? Yes. And the reason I started the podcast is one of the people that came through the channel sessions was Jesus. So here I am interviewing Jesus. If you could ask Jesus anything you wanted to ask, what would you ask? I'm like, holy cannoli, (laughs) me? And so one of the things that he said is there are more good people out there than bad, but the voices of the negative are louder and stronger. You must make the voice of the good people heard. And so I took it upon myself. I was going to be on a radio show to promote the books. And I woke up that morning with the guidance that, no, I need, I need to host a radio show, a good news radio show to, to shine the light on people who are doing good in our world. Yeah. And that's when Inspiring Hope was born. And so I yeah, it's, typically great. it's been every Sunday morning at nine o'clock through WSMN local in Nashua. And then what I do also is I, I blast it out through my um, newsletters, also online on my website. They're all on my website. Uh, they're also on Rumble and on um, YouTube. And what is your website? It's Lois Herman with two N's, LoisHerman.com. So you can find a lot. I've got, you know, I'm pushing 200 shows now. And so I'm getting ready to switch from, or in addition to the radio show, switching over to doing podcasts where we can see both of us. The beautiful, another one of the silver linings of COVID initially, you had to be in the studio in order to record. Right. And then when they could no longer get people to come into the studio, they opened it up to where I could have callers come calling in. So now I've got somebody from um, Australia. That you know, it's nine a.m. on a Sunday come in morning. On Sunday morning, no, <laughs> no that's one a.m. in their time. But even the West Coasters, that's six right. a.m. That's early for them. So, and then you hear you're looking at me talking to the camera, <laughs> and my guest, who is the the star, is you know on the phone. So with the podcasting, you'll be able to see both of us, right, and we'll great. still be able to broadcast it through the radio. But I want to be able to to see my guests as I'm interviewing them. So you've definitely the whole process. You've evolved. I mean, you're you're definitely. Uh, getting the word out about hypnosis and, yes. and your, what you're doing. And yeah. that's great. Yes. Getting the word out of, we've got to, we've got to shift to hope. We have to shift the negative. We've got to hold the positive. So that, Absolutely. that, and then my, my big thing that my niche, we all have niches in, in our world that we work. I am a spiritual based hypnotist, which means that I do a lot of work with clearing energy and it's not just spirits, but I, I learned it years ago here at the guild, um, how to clear spirits, but it's also clearing negative thoughts, negative energies, clearing the negative, making way for the positive. And we've got to, you know, nature will fill a vacuum. You remove the negative then you then you use all those brilliant hypnosis suggestions to plan it with positive and that helps individuals oh immensely. huge so, yeah yeah that's great yeah i love it well i appreciate you sitting down and taking the time to talk yeah, to thank me you. the hypnosis ngh podcast yeah and uh i reserve the right to bring you back and when we don't have the band and the, <laughs> the air conditioning and <laughs> 
But that's okay. That's what's happened when you're at the convention. That's you right. Have to deal with the atmosphere. And the people that are here, it's so good to see old friends. And it's also wonderful to see the wide-eyed wonder of the newbies going, wow, <laughs> did you hear about this? It is, it is, it's you were a, a newbie place. once, right? I was. <laughs> <laughs> and in many ways, I still am. Great. Yeah. Thank you very much thank for joining Thank you for us. all that you're doing and for the team. Your team is incredible. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Hypnosis NGH podcast. You're welcome to share your ideas for future podcasts by emailing us, ngh podcast at ngh.net.